0: to 52 Trials, a series of 52 podcasts which brings to you 52 individuals with their beautiful journeys who are here to motivate you and inspire you. Today, I have with me my very old friend who fought her way through the society and her family to become this commendable Kathak dancer. She went on to become a part of the troupe which represents India's biggest theatrical play, Mughalism, and also went to the U.S. to Enact Romeo and Juliet. Today, I have with me Gauri Sharma.
1: Hi.
0: Hi, Gauri. Hi. Welcome to 52 <laughs> Trials.
2: Thank I'm you.
0: So glad you could join and share your journey.
2: My uh, pleasure.
0: So, uh, how have you been, firstly?
2: i've been good i think managing like all others have been during the covid but yeah i think holding on to it yeah getting along
0: so how's how's your i mean how's the dance coming is is everything working out the way it was
2: Uh, not really actually it's just been like a flip of a coin so it's almost a 180 degree change for me Um, I mean most of the performances that we used to have I used to freelance a lot so all of that has come to a standstill because there are no shows happening and there's I mean there's no nothing no theater no musicals no shows uh, no festivals like dance and music festivals so practically as a performer yes uh, a lot of fallback but as a uh, as a teacher as a personal in I mean I've I've actually started teaching dance uh, off late this started before uh, the COVID but somehow I think it's um, I pushed myself to do it more and like you know advertise a little more after this whole COVID scene yeah so I think it's okay Uh, I'm actually getting more into teaching and helping people learn and uh, spread what I know best.
0: Of course. Were you you teaching before the COVID as well or like it just started right now?
2: No, no, I was. But like I said, I was very... um, I was laid back about it because I had a lot of shows to do and I wasn't one of the teachers who would be regularly available. Also, uh, I think people didn't have the idea of having um, any class online. I mean, let alone dance. Uh, Nobody really appreciated or went for a class online. So everything was done face to face. And if I am not in a city for very long, or if I'm missing for my shows and my personal work, then it didn't make much sense. So I used to have students, but it was very seasonal. Like, you know, I used to be off most of the times but now oh. i think it's become more regular so because people actually have accepted that yes we don't mind learning something online okay. and we don't mind taking classes and since i'm not i mean since i'm teaching full time now uh, this has become my full time and all of the freelancing and everything like the performing oh. bit has actually become like i don't know when
0: <laughs> sure you miss the i mean the theatrical plays and the musicals I that you used
2: to do A lot of people have started, a lot of organizations have actually started, they've come forth and they're, you know, collecting money and they're actually organizing events online. So you see a lot of online concerts happening on Facebook and uh, Instagram, a lot of lives. Uh, But, um, you know, it's just missing. It's uh, the the stage, the stage, you absolutely. And I think as as an audience also, I'm sure the audience doesn't really completely get the rasa which they would, you know, see and
0: yeah I mean I mean just to be on the stage that's what every dancer's dream is and then to come to a point where you're doing it online I mean it it, it's like a bargain but I mean that's what we've all come to right now it is
1: it is it
0: is what got you to dancing how did it all start and when did it all start yeah
2: I think of what you know me I used to dance like yeah. since ever since and um, since we were since we were like kids like teenage uh, but that was more like anything I mean like Bollywood and folk and all of that right. I didn't really tr- get trained in something or I didn't focus my mind into doing something full time like I mean you know learning something. So it was just, uh, I think it was always in me. It was in my body. I always had rhythm. Uh, like my Guru Maharaj always says that, you know, rhythm starts from the moment when you're born. So okay. nobody can say they're out of rhythm because rhythm is is your heartbeat. Yeah. And uh, you have rhythm in your heart and you have rhythm when you breathe. Yeah. So these two are the biggest rhythmic parts that are with you since birth. It's just... You know, a lot of people don't acknowledge it or appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think I was blessed that way uh, with that rhythm. And um, it was I, it was around college. I, I always wanted to learn Kathak. I think being from Lucknow, uh, okay. born in Lucknow. And my family belongs to Lucknow. So Lucknow, Andaz, Tehzeeb, Ada, all of that was a part of me since ever. I think it never left me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but being in the South couldn't pursue because I there was no Kathak. Yeah. Uh, there was nobody teaching Kathak in Chennai yeah. back then. Since. So yeah,
1: that's...
2: I took it up. The moment when we shifted, uh, when Papa, sh- like we all shifted to Delhi, I think before this was right after 12th. And my first prerogative was to go and look for an institute which teaches Kathak. Yeah. and you will not believe how blessed i was that from where we were staying hardly uh, in the two in in like um 2 kilometers uh, radius there was wow. an institute and that institute was maharaji's institute maharaji wow. himself is padma vibhushan pandit oh, Virju wow. maharaj and uh, he uh, he is at the flag bearer of lucknow uh, he is from Lucknow. His family, his ancestors have actually—they were all born, brought up here, and they've—they uh, were in the court of Nawab uh, Alisha. Okay. So, yeah, I time, se they've been there,
1: yeah.
2: uh, and actually, they started the Lucknow Gharana, which is uh, a style of Kathak. Okay. So, I think.
0: So. Uh, I enrolled I, myself there. But... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure that would have been a blessing because I mean to have such an
2: It it was a I think I think it was a calling. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh first me being from Lucknow, second, him being from Lucknow. Yeah. Third, uh my parents used to listen to his concerts on the radio back then. Uh yeah. all India Radio pe unke concerts mm-hmm. uh, So, they knew him. I mean yeah. since then. And he's he's been dancing since he was um actively dancing since he was 10 I think oh. so wow. and he's a prodigy wow. he is yeah. just
0: I, I still believe that you know when, when you there is something that you're meant to do it somehow happens in your life I mean you just get it just pulled pulls to, you it. to it Yeah,
2: absolutely I agree
0: yeah I mean so, coming to Delhi I,
2: even when I started out, I didn't think I'm going to pursue it as a profession. Yeah, to be very yeah. uh, frank, I was I was on the path of going into academics full time and being, uh, you know, getting a PhD and actually being yeah. like, I wanted to be a PhD and a professor. I remember that's, talking that's about work. it like all the time.
0: Yeah, that's what I know. And <laughs>
2: I think in masters everything just changed. There was a point when I just had completed my masters and in sociology and oh. which is Paul's apart. And then was I had gotten. Very good at my dancing also, and I had progressed. I was almost about to graduate from the school that I was learning, which like I had completed about uh, a good six, uh, seven years. So doing all of that, there was a time when I, I had to just choose because
1: yeah.
2: I was doing a lot of shows also back then. The institute uh, employed us uh, uh, because we were students and we were senior students, and we were getting to learn a lot. Okay. So they were, you know, we we were constantly touring with the institute and with uh, our group guru that i just had to choose you know and i was enjoying it so much i was loving it so much and i was so happy in content that yeah. i uh yeah i just had to i couldn't let it go yeah,
0: i took a break
2: but then i just couldn't let it go
0: the last time i mean i met you and i could see that you're so happy doing what you have been doing absolutely. i mean absolutely It is always a very content feeling, and you know. It's not
2: one of the easiest uh, professions to be and follow, but uh, no doubt, if you love it, it doesn't even seem like a job. It doesn't, and I love every bit of it: teaching, learning, performing. Mm -hmm. I mean, there couldn't be anything better. I think I—it's just I was meant to do this.
0: That's the whole reason I'm making this podcast—is to inform others because every every child that is born in India. Has an ambition of doing something and goes on to do something else. I mean, that's what we have all experienced. I mean,
2: and I think a lot of parents and families already predetermine what you're supposed to do exactly. or what you should should be ideally doing because that's the safest to do you know
1: that's
2: correct uh, like my my parents i think pushed me uh, into you know doing why don't you just do an mba at least just have like a side job like <laughs> something you know just or start teaching or do something and constantly but you know i think once you immerse yourself into something and something like this where uh, art is not just your passion it's your profession you have to keep at it to grow because otherwise it will get stagnant. So it of needs course. time. It needs reas. Uh, there's not one day that I can go without, uh, wow. you know, practicing everything. It's like being yeah. a sportsman. You know, a sports person has to to be in form. Have to keep doing their practice, whatever uh, day, the sports might be. Absolutely, every day. So it's 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 physical work for us, and yeah. we can't uh, let go of it. So it wow. it does demand time.
0: So, um, Gauri, I mean, I remember you since we were in school. So, that's where we met. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I I remember I have clear, vivid memories that you used to, I mean, you were always fond of dancing, but never. I never thought myself that one day I'll be seeing you as a professional dancer. I'm sure, I mean, post time, nobody, even for for that matter, even you did not think that you were going to be doing this. Can you take us through your journey as to, what happened in school and what did you study in school, what graduation did you do and how did you land up here? I just, just like a brief.
2: Yeah, so, um, of course, school was in Chennai, the same school that we all went, uh, Padma Se Shadri. Uh, I think school was, school was pretty nice. Also being in the South was, um, I mean, we had an amazing nexus of friends and everything and uh, nobody knew what you're going to do. Like a lot of people just, Uh, we were just doing we didn't know we were just figuring out our shit and I think we were all just enjoying school life Uh, too naive and also too uh, I think that that was a good part of being very dreamy as well and I had never set foot on uh, like adamantly on doing something I think I kept thinking what what else and what more can I do so I had all these different ideas of being something but i always knew that i was not meant for a desk job or that i was not meant for something which was stagnant stagnant in the sense physical stagnancy
1: okay
2: i just i just knew i was not meant for it i'm i'm too outdoor a person i'm too uh i think i'm restless like Mm -hmm. i I want to keep doing something i just want to it was always like that with me Yeah, yeah so I, know, I, I like to be social as well. I'm not an introvert or I don't like to, you know, kind of be behind the curtains or something like that. So I was, I think I was very much out there and, and a happy-go-lucky girl in school. You know that.
0: I know that. I was yes. always
2: like kind <laughs> of happy. So yeah, so just, I think after uh, my my whole world changed when I moved to Delhi with uh, my parents and um, that's the time when I actually decided to, like I said okay. That was that it. is
0: in the twelfth standard or after the twelfth standard. So that is after you gave your. No, board so diploma. that
2: was actually uh, around twelfth. I did the last couple of months. Uh, like I wrote my boards and stuff from here, okay. uh,
0: from Delhi.
2: So okay. my it was actually very weird. It was in December when we uh, we shifted base. So oh, yeah. it was quite sudden for me and um, I really felt out of place. And, you know, for, for a North Indian being in the South for too long, <laughs> I was almost like one. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing North Indian left in me yeah. apart from the yeah. fact that I would talk in Hindi, like just yes. like everybody or whatever. So uh, it was really difficult to kind of adjust. But uh, like I said, so the right after boards got over and everything, um, even before I would go out to see because Delhi is very competitive when it comes to admissions in
1: colleges. Yeah, and yeah. there are
2: lists and then there are uh, cutoffs that you have to meet and you have to really run from like campus to campus. There's north campus, there's south campus, mm-hmm. there are yes. like a uh, hundred colleges. So, you know, you have to keep track of all the colleges that you can uh, probably apply to. You have to go and so that was one marathon. But before that, I, I think I was that was something that was when it struck because I got like I said, I enrolled myself into the institute which was for kathak. Okay. And then I told my parents, ab bachelor's for like let's apply oh, oh. to
1: the colleges. So the first priority so was that
2: already, ah, So that was my priority that I have to learn kathak. Yeah. Uske yeah. Baad ab, uh, padhai ki baad okay. So then of course we went and uh, i got enrolled into a college in delhi university maitri and then is when i did a bachelors in sociology and political pol science political science
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then i think um, i just fell in love with sociology so then it was it was like a 50 50 i used to love dancing so dance class was always fun it was thrice a week and mm-hmm. i got to like learn my favorite dance form and uh, so it was still uh, just passion and it was still just a hobby which would fulfill my heart and make me really happy Uh, and it was like my happy place you know when I would dance I would not think of anything else Um, so that was my escape Uh, but later then as I said I fell in love with sociology so I thought you know why not uh, go ahead and uh, apply for masters and that is when I got selected uh, thank god um, into JNU and I did my master's in sociology from Jawaharlal University. Wow, okay. Now, JNU was like full of, you know, these intellectuals, pseudo-intellectuals <laughs> and people who who come there either to be like, you know, either to go ahead and do MPhil and PhD and become professors. Okay. I mean, so, you know, you usually find research scholars or you would find people who are sitting for UPSC.
1: okay. Okay
2: and I was the odd one out (laughs) because I somehow (laughs) wanted neither (laughs) and I was still figuring out I love sociology I still do and I would probably end up completing you know I I would uh, definitely apply for PhD uh, sometime in life when I feel like I think I can take that step and manage dance but right now so after masters was when I I had already gotten too deep. I had gotten good with my dancing, and my yes. institute was often asking, like, employing me into shows that they were conducting or, you know, was being organized around the country. So wow. I was actually traveling outside of Delhi to perform with the group.
0: So that was, I mean, I mean, obviously the dance institute was making you go different places, and that in itself would have been I a great experience. I mean,
2: it was. I think that, was I mean I just thought I've always been this traveler kind of I love traveling and I love being in new places and seeing new things and new people, and along with it doing what I loved doing yeah. then, and of course still do, but that was a turning point where i said i'm I'm getting to travel which i love yeah. I'm getting to perform which i love I'm getting to do something that i'm never going to get bored of and i completely yeah. love doing i mean it just it fulfills me socially mentally physically
0: yeah
2: why not
0: i mean yes so, so I mean, it, that was when you really thought that this is what after, i'm going
2: to After after i took a year's break i told my parents let me work Uh, In in Kathak for a year, and then decide if I want to go go up for MPhil PhD or I want to stay back and do Kathak. So they gave me an year, and um, I think it was very challenging for them because uh, nobody in the family has uh, everyone's gifted with a good voice or just knack in dancing, and but it's all been just you know like uh, passion and not or a hobby, but nobody really pursued uh, any art form or uh, rather any artist so I'm actually the only like performing artist in the family so it was a little bit of a shock and a surprise because it was a turning point for them to yeah. see a child who was uh, into the creative field and they constantly um, did look out for me and pushed me to uh, which is actually true because it's not an easy field to be I'm in sure. um Sorry. it was quite difficult initially and i'm thankful that my parents supported me both financially and mentally and emotionally because it needed i needed somebody to be there i needed a backbone and they were strong enough to provide that that it's okay you know you've started small and this is how it gets so uh contrary to other classical dance forms Kathak's prime age as a performer starts beyond 30 to 35. Wow. So you would start to get fame and money only post 35. Oh. And we always, I always knew that. So the older you get into this, the yeah. finer uh, you get as a performer.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. So it's actually you, you gain respect and um, if God blesses you with money, I mean, if you're actually seeking it and everything, yeah. but... Yeah. But those things come later, and they come very late in life. Yeah. So I knew it, and it, um, so did my parents. But yeah. I think you know, just you know, when the heart wants what it wants, yeah. and when you feel that happiness, which is uh, which you can't compare with money or anything, cool. you don't mind the struggle. And I didn't mind the struggle. I actually went for it. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So, uh, I mean, Kathak is one of the eight dance forms dance that dance india classical form. dance forms has so what yes. i mean out of uh I means eight what what yeah. what what does kathak have that uh, probably attracted you or i mean someone um, should pursue kathak and not i mean I, I wouldn't say not the other dance forms but what
2: does kathak have? Specially? what's the ha So uh, so all classical dance forms actually came from uh so we have four um, ved yeah, yeah. Uh, and the fifth ved was uh, which was not which was considered but not oh. named
1: right. it was
2: called natya right. shastra yes, yes. and natya shastra is the book of dance and Natraj being our god of dance yes. uh, this comes from back then so um, i think all the other every classical dance from emerged from that book from okay. natya shastra yeah. yeah. it's the a to z about everything true
1: yeah uh, about
2: good. dance about drama about dance drama music everything it's like a whole package yeah. Yeah. it it's it's a complete like you can do research over it because uh, it's it's that uh, uh, that Intimated, extent yes.
1: yeah. so
2: absolutely is so uh, i think all dance forms, all Indian classical dance forms are equally beautiful. They all have their own beauty and style mm-hmm. of doing. They they have their own language. They have their own music. But Kathak, uh, for two reasons why I chose Kathak. First, of course, because I'm Lucknowi, and Kathak uh, is a major gharana. Gharana is from the place of origin. Where did so, it start from?
0: So Kathak has so Kathak three gharanas, has
2: three right? Gharanas, yeah. Yes, primarily three. Three. Yeah. Uh, there's a fourth one also, which was recently recognized for like the last two decades mm-hmm. or so. so uh, the other two are. Is, the, uh, yeah. Apart from Lucknow, is Bana- Banaras, Banaras and, and Jaipur. Jaipur, Jaipur. Yes, yes. So, um, to being a Lucknowi, I mean, Kathak was somehow just. Uh, yeah. I think also when I was very young, and I heard this song by uh, Shubham Mudgalji Ali Moreyangana Darse okay. si Dikha, hmm.
1: and oh, this song
2: is and that if you if you go back and see the video there's a girl who's wearing this white anarkali and is twirling and you know it's it's like a sufi thing and i saw her and i i think that is the first time as a kid when i fell in love with kathak my, so i knew kathak to be mm. something like wearing this white anarkali and twirling
1: mm-hmm. like wow. you know
2: spinning yeah, and twirling yeah. so that was my uh, that is how i as a kid pictured uh, mm. kathak yeah The second reason I think how Kathak is different and Mm. um, if people would want to choose is Kathak is one of the most flexible dance forms uh, amongst all the other uh, classical dance forms. Kathak has become quite contemporary now uh, in the ways that, uh, so first of all, Kathak is the only Indian classical dance form which covers Hindu and Muslim culture
1: equally. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: all the other classical dance forms uh, only uh, are Hindu uh, classical dance forms based. Okay. Their music is only about Hinduism. If uh, they would have Vandanas or you know stutis, so they don't they don't capture the Muslim um, mm-hmm. culture and heritage at all. Okay, why I think the biggest reason being because UP uh, was a god for. Uh, Mughals,
1: Mughals, right? And,
2: That's correct. Uh, and Nawabs and Mughals, and I think that is how uh, Kathak has been that one dance form, which you know, each each time that it uh, there was a change or shift in uh, like a societal shift in okay. uh, change in the society, it took that it imbibed and it
1: grew. Okay.
2: So we've we've been when when the Mughals came. They got in a lot of Persian, Urdu uh, influence. So a lot of twirling that you see. Initially, Kathak had only three spins, uh, indicating the three uh, the three times that you go around a sanctum sanctorum of any temple.
1: Okay. Or okay.
2: uh, if you have a tulsa ji, so you you know you we had only three chakkar. Okay. So chakkar is that twirl which we say, which you you know you take to uh, turns. Right. So wo ah uh, twirling, sir, three when uh, when the Mughals came, I think somehow twirling started to increase. The mm-hmm. number of times that you could uh, take chakkar increased. Why? Because the Persian, the Dervish, especially mm-hmm. in Turkey, um, they have the Sufiana andaz of just twirling for hours altogether. Wow. And they don't feel dizzy. So Dervish dancers who wear these uh long white uh red hats oh. and with this uh basically
1: and how yes, these yes. people keep
2: so that that is how Turkish and Persian Dervish dancers they're called Dervish oh. this dance form and that's how they keep going. So it's a lot of things, and then we perform on ghazals, we we do uh, we do so many things uh, Rubai, Shair Shairi pe, matlab, uh Muslim andaz or Muslim culture, so much so even our costumes and uh, jewelry are like you know pulls apart. So, if you're doing something Hindu, you have a particular costume or a jewelry for it. And if you're doing a Muslim uh, oriented uh, song or a performance, that choreography demands uh, you to be in an attire which is probably a sharara or an anarkali, angarkha, which we call. And you have to have a pasa, jhuma, osa. like the the whole get up and everything is different. It's completely different. Yeah, so being a Laknavi, already having. urdu being a part of our language yeah. leza uh, azib uh, and somehow Lucknow gharana uh, has the beauty of both grace and strength so yeah. i just i was always in love with uh, the fact that it has a lot more so uh, kathak the the word kathak comes from katha kaheva uh, Kathak, so yeah. jo aap Katha, Aachen, karte the, yeah. initially it was in the villages and at a very earlier level pre-independence uh, mm-hmm. era it was actually more uh, like performed as a dance drama in villages to uh, to you know tell people these stories of Ramayan and Mahabharata and our Vedas and Shastras mm-hmm. and like wow. those kind of folklore yeah, to yeah. waisa tha. it was about storytelling yeah. Uh, and then from there it grew on. It was also to a kal tha, mandir kal. So it had when the bhakti movement came into being, it was um, it then kind of went into uh, you know songs and bhajans of God and goddesses and mm-hmm. uh, more so being performed in the temple for uh, uh, you know devotees and uh, right. for the God and goddesses. And then of course, so I think each time it has very. Uh, clearly transitioned and adapted to whatever the society of that time was or wanted so yeah. now um, we went to, in 2016 we went to um, america we went to the us and we performed romeo juliet wow. entirely done in entirely done in uh, kathak and wow. the music and costumes are so contemporary but all the movements and all the technical pieces are yeah. absolutely pure kathak that is beautiful. and uh, this was uh, this concept was uh, brought in by maharaj ji and uh, shashwati didi uh, yeah. our co guru and wow. they, they they i mean it's it's and now you can't imagine that black swan in us was adapted to kathak people are doing these wow. things wow it's happening imagine I
0: mean, such a it's such a great thing that I mean I mean this story of yours I mean I also I also remember that you were one of the lead dancers in Mughleyasm the play that happened. So. Yeah,
1: so there's
2: there's there's a group, yes, uh, yeah. and I think everyone's equally uh, you know every every performer is equal there. But yeah. uh, but yes, we have this core dance team which is the jaan of um, Mughleyasm because it we we thrill the audience our we give them an adrenaline yeah. rush and we are the beauty because every musical has uh, you know yeah. we usually don't see people behind the actors but the background is what brings everything ahead to life
0: okay.
2: so, so uh, we are that sort yeah. of uh, yeah for, in Mughalism for
0: everyone, for everyone who doesn't know Mughal-e-Azam is India's yeah. biggest theatrical play
2: biggest theatrical yeah. Musical, musical, actually, yes. And
0: um, I mean, just to be a part of
2: it. Package of absolutely, and I think uh, being a Kathak dancer when I actually uh, auditioned for Mughal Azam, and yeah. uh, it was a huge step because Mughal Azam was is still quite contemporary, and uh, you know, to for a for a dancer who was doing something which was pure classical traditional old school because that's how we had learned and every student learns uh, you know the only traditional uh, absolutely uh, core of what uh, the dance form is about Uh, so it was a step ahead and it was contemporized so I I was also um, apprehensive of how you know it's going to turn out to be and how would I be but it just, I think as a performer, it changed my yeah. life in ways that I can't imagine. It, uh, it, it's given me a lot. Uh, the, the kind of professionalism, the kind of uh, riaz that goes into it. I mean, uh, the kind of perfection they demand. Our yeah. coordination has to be spot on. And imagine giving uh, better, if not the same performances every day.
0: Yeah, that is a big... Thing. So, <laughs>
2: that is a challenge of being in character every day. For yeah. everybody. For the whole crew, I would say. I mean, yeah, yeah. for the actors, for us, for everybody who's on stage, mm. to be giving your best every day.
1: And it's the same you thing. Know? It's, the same thing you, the it's
2: the same thing. It's the same thing. It's it's become muscle memory now. Like, if you would wake me up in the middle of the night <laughs> and ask me, play a song and ask me, what do you do over it? And I would actually, like, not wow. think twice in that. Yeah, I mean, but... But still, uh, it's a challenge, and you know people think it might be very easy because you're doing the same thing every day. But it's not; it's a challenge because it's all about physical, yes. physically doing it and mentally and emotionally being in that character. That is so that is it, it, it a lot that I've learned, and I've traveled with them extensively. So the last uh, three years have been amazing.
1: Um, so you were part of the Muglerism troop uh, for three years. That's
2: yes yes okay. almost three years wow. and uh, it's just been wonderful and that ex- i i would not i would not want to leave it for the uh for the whole joy of doing something yeah. like yeah. that and it's magnanimous so it's just too good yeah. uh, if people haven't watched it i hope it it usually happens a lot in mumbai and delhi but guys if it if we come back please please go ahead and watch it it's 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 almost watching the movie instead of a 70mm screen, yeah, it's yeah. live and it's right in front of you. The beauty is just... Um, I it just feel so guilty you know, to have missed it
0: when I had the opportunity to see it. I but hope the next time
2: things come better, maybe we do come back. Yes. So, yes.
0: So, Gauri, uh, for someone who, I mean, aspires to become a dancer, I mean... Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there are a lot of people who do aspire, but because of the challenges they have around I mean the family pressure and everything those dreams die but uh what what would yes. you what would you want to tell them as in how would you guide them to be I'm sure you become a teacher now so you're already guiding a set of students but some yeah thing. I
1: think
2: uh see I think this is with all dance forms um luckily but somehow uh you know, off late since a lot of uh, dance-oriented competitions and uh, these uh, shows have come about uh, on these various uh, channels. Uh, I know dance in itself has been uh, propagated and promoted quite well. So uh, a lot of people, I think, have started to aspire uh, to become a dancer only because they've seen, um, you know, like, Dance India Dance yeah. or like a Dance Plus or India's Got Talent or like Aja Achle and things mm, like that. Like so People much. have actually seen these uh, these shows in uh, Jhalak Biklaja. I mean, I can name so many. So, many. so, so many. I think yes. people have gotten inspired and also, uh, you know, they can now dream because of all of that. But uh, for the classical, I would still say, uh, you know, people... Uh, still stutter a little because they feel that maybe in zamane while hip-hop, not that I have anything against, I, I love all kinds of, I mean, dance is dance. It has no language and it has no yeah. particular form. So I would, I respect all dance forms, whether classical or not. Uh, but people also find, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people do hold that thought that classicals become Classical yeah. means it's old. It's become old. out yeah. of context, out of fashion or or something that is uh, irrelevant maybe. And yeah. it's not too cool. Uh, you know, it's like learning a guitar would be cooler than learning sarangi. And yeah. sarangi yeah. is so much more beautiful yeah. to listen to and so much more difficult to learn as a yeah. um, as an instrument. Uh, same with violin. I mean, if, if you don't, it, violin is a classical instrument uh, mm-hmm. abroad and um, violin is so much more difficult. but and it's a string instrument, but people would easily go for guitar because it just gets you a lot of likes. Yeah. So, yeah, but I think, um, I think first you have to believe in yourself. You really have to um, believe in yourself that, you know, you you really want this. So if you yeah. want to be a dancer, immaterial, what form, like. irrespective, if you just want to be a dancer, first of all, you really need to believe in yourself. You need a good mentor or a guru who is honest with you to tell yeah. you if you have the potential or not
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: because gurus are the best judge and they do uh, they usually do guide you in the right direction of and course, if yes. a guru sees potential in you uh, you must know that you definitely would do something Excellent. good with this yeah. third you have to also be practical so, practical meaning, if you know you you know if you know it's been a couple of years you're not doing good or you haven't reached anywhere uh if there there comes a breaking point where you know yeah. you have to decide if you would still go in for the struggle so yeah. I don't know if if you have a good family backing or if you're at least financially stable um, in a way to say so that you can sustain yourself Definitely. in the struggle because I know. I know like uh, Shah Rukh Khan has slept on Marine Drive for innumerable nights and footpath yeah. and now he's Shah Rukh Khan. So I know it's uh, for a person to have gone through it and become something and said, say so is, uh, is inspiring. But a yeah. lot of people who do the same might not reach uh, where he is today. So I think it's, it's a mix of everything. And um, eventually of course you just have to find uh, if you're happy doing it or not you have to find that happiness If, like the way it filled my heart it fills my heart and the the amount of content like I didn't actually um, think of it in a very material way I know I have to eventually uh, make a living out of it and that I am, I have already started making a living out of it for the last couple of years but before that as a student you're not, so you should know that whatever you're getting into is first demands full-time dedication it is it is absolutely it changes your life it is it makes you a very disciplined person it demands you physically mentally and emotionally but you know when when I've given so much and now the fact that I just step on stage and I lose myself it's like I'm in a trance I am wow. beyond myself like people say they do different things to attain this connection with the yes. universe I won't say God mm, because a lot of people are also atheists or yeah. at least don't believe in this whole magical sense of feeling elated and transcendental yeah,
1: yeah. but
2: if something if even if you're not religious but if something like that like dance does give me that trance i step on stage and i'm something beyond myself and i think that is where i want to be because that is my best self that is my happiest self and that is the self that i cannot achieve in a day-to-day life if i'm talking to you right now i'm not in you know in that that state in that moment. But that moment is magic and nothing can compare to it. It is so also you have to you have to you have to really know. You just have to uh keep your priorities straight. You have to give in hard work, but you know, it does pay off. It really does pay off. You have to believe in yourself that it'll all come to you. Uh it's all about what you give to the universe, it comes back. So just if you would really have that positivity.
0: And um so I mean this is this is how you get to the position that you are in right now. But I mean for someone, uh, as you said, I mean people would not be okay. fine.
1: I
2: think I get your question already because for somebody who's not maybe financially sound or cannot take the step of, which is, of course, which we have a lot of people like that also from uh, very small towns and from very humble backgrounds. And uh, they've also gone ahead and done this. So uh, there are a few institutes that give you a stipend uh, where once you are, yeah, once you're a part of their institute. uh, Also the shows that you do with them, you get paid as a student. So even if you're learning and like, i was working with the institute while i was also yeah. uh, a student i was getting uh, money for shows that i was doing wow. because of course i was eventually giving uh, in my hard work yeah. and uh, besides that but um, there are scholarships that the that the government gives Wow. and they are amazing scholarships they are scholarships below the age of 18 they are scholarships from 18 to uh, i mean uh, 30 almost 25 yeah. 26 i think yeah. uh and beyond and there's a senior so there are like fellowship uh like how a research scholar gets fellowship yeah. you get um scholarships for a particular age group so there are three age groups that you get scholarships That's- for you apply for that you um, you there's a small exam which yeah. is it's not written it's a practical exam so you have to go you have to perform for them and uh, it's a small interview session and if they think you're a worthy candidate of course you do, uh, go on to getting so almost every year i think 300 to 400 people do get these scholarships um in different brackets, and uh, you get a stipend every month from the government uh, for learning and doing what you
1: are doing. That is, that is great. So that it is
2: happens great. for yeah. these art forms, uh, for the different classical art forms, for uh, instrumentalists. There are scholarships wow. for everything. Uh, you know, for instruments, for learning instruments, for learning vocals, for learning um, dance forms. There are scholarships for everything. So the government also actually does support yeah. you in that bit. So you would, so, but, if you can secure that stipend, maybe yeah. it will actually help you
1: a lot. Yeah, I,
0: I think it's a good initiative by the government to make sure this beautiful history of India doesn't die down. I mean, Absolutely. so that people don't get discouraged. people keep
2: pursuing it. Yeah. And yeah. yes, That's so that possibly. that is a very good platform to, uh, to kind of... Uh, earn at least a minimum stipend every month to ensure that okay you are getting something but beyond that of course I mean if you freelance and the more you freelance the more you work it also depends on how good you are so the more people hire you the more uh, you're performing you're traveling you can start doing your own thing as well so it's just it's 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 actually all in time you know you can't jump to it right away uh, because the more time you've given to it the better the performer you become the better performer you become the more shows you get it's just like a yes. it's, it's a cycle of things yes. so it's like a promotion that goes slow and steady but yes, yes. of course you'll get there because you're if you've been true to yourself and the art form that you've been really doing your riyaz and you've been yes. giving yourself to it it shouldn't not come to you so I
0: mean like any yeah. other art form this eventually does pay off so yes. for everyone and who's listening
2: there is another provision under the government again which is an amazing um, uh, it's it's a grant that is given for two years okay. it's by ICCR and um, under the government and in collaboration with the government they send uh, so they, they have their own screening process and you know you get to you have to give your interview you have to give a uh, you have to file your CV and your performance video to show how and what kind of a performer are you okay. and uh, once they select you through all the screening processes that they have you get the opportunity to go uh, abroad to a country that they uh, give you, they oh. allot and uh, this is again for instrumentalists vocalists wow. and dancers uh, in the classical field to go be a teacher for two years, teach uh, oh. the art form that you have learned in the embassies in the Indian embassies abroad wow, that's and you go, you stay there, It's um, you get paid and then you get students from the embassy and people are, Outside, yeah. and you get to uh, be a teacher through the government for two years, and it's a very well paid, very and you get the exposure of going, of uh, you know, to this other country and staying. So, yes, it's almost like uh, I think the government does take a lot of initiatives that way to kind of yeah. help and promote. But then again, it also comes down to uh, being worthy enough to... Uh, yes. So yeah, you can of keep course. trying, of course. And age is no bar. So yes, right. so it's an ongoing process.
0: So one of, one of my questions for you was that, I mean, what, what, whatever you're doing, does that get happiness to you? And of course, I have already gotten the answer and everybody knows that. So, um, is I mean, I would want to know if there were people around you during your journey who influenced you. I mean, who probably motivated you to do this or influenced you for that matter. Were you around dancers any time that you saw them and you wanted to dance? Were there any people around? You?
2: So I think I had both kind of influences, uh, good and bad. And bad, I think, mostly from uh, relatives and, you know, so-called well-wishers that uh, this is not going to happen or this won't work out in the long run or, you know, that it's not Mm -hmm. as respected or... uh, doesn't give you the return that you put in and things like that so be practical and get a job and you know like get a full time like I still have people asking me what's your package like and I'm like I'm not into corporate that you know I can and you wouldn't want to know because in a month I can earn more than you would earn in like three months and then there would be a day when I would rather like i would be out of work for a month but that's okay yeah. so that's my uh, that's my choice uh so yes it's it's uh the rewards are uh, quite uncertain but amazing um also the kind of travel that i do is uh unparalleled to you know uh, i think any normal person who would uh, be doing a corporate or a whatever other job like a desk job so yeah I I think I experience life in different ways that other people do Um, but the best influence would have been none other than my guru himself because he is um, he has some magic in him so once you are uh, once you've watched him once you've been under and around him his aura his charisma is such that he he himself is the biggest inspiration For anybody to be, you know, because when you see him, you would, if he would play something, uh, you would, if he would play a child. uh, So he's, he's almost 83 now and he, if he, he can play Yashoda uh, equally convincingly, like he can play a Bal Krishna and it would be like, how can somebody that, you know, uh, aged play Bal Krishna and the way he would eat ha he does he performs he still performs wow. and you An won't believe if you would see him eat makhan you would feel like a kid on stage is actually eating makhan wow. and his his or the way he would if he would be ashoda you cannot imagine a more compassionate mother or you know he he just the i only have two things to say when i watch him whenever i have watched him i've always got goosebumps and tears in my eyes these are the two things that have been constant with him. And uh, that inspired me to be, you know, he touches his audience, whether they know the language of Kathak, whether somebody knows what he's doing or not, but his, he's made it so global. He's made it so approachable. He's made it yeah. so transparent yeah. for everybody to somehow relate to what he does that, he was my biggest inspiration and influence of course then later a lot of seniors and you know other dancers who pursued and we were young and used to look and i mean watch them perform and see Mm -hmm. that they they were full-time dancers and so there is that yes of course the positive influence was always in and around people in the institute uh, and in the dance field who constantly you know did show us that you know we've we've come all this way so it's not like um it's not uh impossible and it's not uh yeah so i think that was always there and eventually my parents they they you know they were always supportive about the fact that if you found your happiness and if you find that this is what you're best in and you know you and i remember uh I remember, I think every every parent says, I don't know, I hope every parent says mm-hmm. this, but mm-hmm. my parents told me the same and their parents used to say the same, that uh, if you're happy in doing whatever your job is, uh, you'll never regret it. You'll never mm-hmm. want to step out of it and you will never feel uh, out of place. Yeah.
1: yeah. So
2: when I knew that... And you will be best at it because, you know, you'll always give in your full, your best uh, yeah. because you're happy in the job.
1: Because it's, it's not and, a burden uh, to you anymore. I mean...
2: Absolutely not. And yeah. it's not just burden, but physically it's very challenging. You, you, you have no idea how... Like it's equally challenging for us like it would be for any sports person. I'm we sure. get blisters in our feet. We wow. have performed over all kinds of stages and, you know, like being... Uh, we face so many challenges. I cannot tell you as performers performing in very different kind of places, places where there are no green rooms or washrooms or, uh, you know, almost like pebbled stage or broken or you know stage where there are nails coming out and uh, live wires and I mean I think we've had all kinds of we we performed when there was a hail storm so literally ole pad rahe hai, but we are performing and of course after that wow. after we, we were wow. there on stage for an hour and after which I fell sick I really fell ill wow. I got a viral fever but but Uh, like a performer never gives up Uh, Uh, one of my gurus Maharaji's uh, one of Maharaji's older students uh, Shashwiti Didi uh, she performed uh, she was performing I think in front of uh, prime minister or a president it was something like a very VIP function and she was performing uh, in that uh, event Mm -hmm. and uh, while performing she fell and she didn't realize I mean uh, it just somehow happened she slipped in a very odd way Uh, I think the costume got under her feet and um, she slipped and she broke her arm there and then she broke her arm there and then but she didn't realize it she got up she realized that it it was paining but she danced for another 45 minutes after that and as soon as she went off stage she fainted she just collapsed and then is when the arm had already swollen and become red and she was rushed and then the doctor said that your arms broke it and she said but i performed for like 40 45 minutes post <laughs> it was like in, in the initial of uh, stage of her performance so it's I mean, it's that like is the that, dedication like, to not only dedication i think you really don't realize it we've performed uh, like i said you know in the most adverse situations conditions whether outside or inner maybe we've had uh, you know we are we are ill or we are uh, uh, suffering from something and we've still performed because when you're on stage it's just yeah. another world it takes you someplace where you have both na aapne upar that's that's how it it just possesses you and you become an artist just all of a sudden and you don't know you know you just don't know how not to be an artist when you're on stage like how not to do what you what you're doing so
0: wow i mean yeah your your stories and your sheer passion i i got goosebumps twice i I mean during this (laughs) conversation i mean i might be wrong to ask you this last question but i just want to know if if not dancing i mean i'm i mean that is like the biggest part of your life right now but if there was no dancing. Is there something else you would be doing or would want to do? I mean, have do you ever thought something like that?
2: Okay, I know it's typical to say no, (laughs) I wouldn't, because I know that I'm the happiest and this is what I think I know, I I found what I can do best. Uh, So to put it that way, yes, but if if somehow life didn't work out for me, or if somehow something, like if I wasn't here, um, like the kind of person that I am, the kind of social and approachable person I am, and I've, I just love to make others feel what I feel and I'm a very emotional person that way yeah. so uh through dance which I actually do you know you get to move people emotionally when you're dancing yeah. so if I if not dancing either I would have been in uh being a social worker because I would have definitely worked with people for the benefit of people uh you know made them feel good and uh, I'm blessed with a good. Uh, house with good parents with uh with, with a nice comfortable life and I know a lot uh, of people are not so I would have definitely either been into social work or like I said I think I I like teaching so yeah. if not uh dance then I would have yeah gone ahead uh which one day I think I still will just for the kicks you of just, being called Dr. Gauri Sharma. Yeah, but, still... yeah, but but to be a Dr. Gauri Sharma, I yeah, would probably thing, yes. <laughs> go ahead and do that as well. Why not? Uh, like Shobhana Narayan uh, Ji, she is um, she's an exponent in Kathak. She is one of Maharaji's students. And oh. she cleared civil services and she did both uh, side by side. And wow. she's, uh, she's Padam Shri and she's quite well-known in the fraternity. And uh, really... yeah, so... People do. It's not like people haven't managed to do two things. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of people like that. Uh, a, a cosmetic surgeon who's also a, a, a Kathak dancer, a full-time wow. Kathak dancer for that matter. Okay. Uh, there's another person I know who's um, yeah, who's into biofuel technology, and uh, they are a research. I mean, uh, they are a PhD in that, and. Uh, from doing biochemical engineering Mm. and everything I mean uh, a PhD also uh, they've they are a uh, full-time they're also pursuing full-time I'm sure a lot of other classical dance forms would have people who are doing you know who are doctors or something Mm. or the other and still being able to pursue so I know it must be a challenge, definitely. Uh, that way, I think I'm I'm quite uh, far behind, uh, like in the sense that I, I've i just completely <laughs> given myself to Kathak. But a lot of people are doing so. So it's not like um, I wouldn't call it a taboo or something wrong for people to actually be pursuing to, uh, you know, professions. But uh, if you can do it, then why not? And what if actually one day I do become a professor and a, a, a Kathak exponent? So it's just, it, I think it's going to be the
0: yeah. same for me then. The way you're passionate about dancing, I'm sure, I am I mean, I'm sure you're passionate about everything else as well. So, there's no Absolutely. possibility that you would... I
1: would take
2: something seriously, then I would yeah. meet it to its end and, you know, I would fulfill it for myself. Yeah. So, yes, I've never... I've been a go-getter that way. I've not given up. Yes. I still don't wish to. So, I,
0: yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gauri. I mean, your story is definitely... A very inspirational story and a very motivational. I think your story.
2: platform. I'm really thankful to you to have been doing this. Yeah. This initiative is amazing and not just for people from the creative or cultural field, yeah. but for anybody who's passionate about anything yeah. exactly. should just know should find their calling. You know, really just take time if it has to, but find your calling. You'll never regret it. People who are creative, we just somehow understand that yeah, there's a absolutely. lot more uh, than life can offer and never give up as, you know, to think that you're not good at something. You'll always find something. You just have to find it. That's uh, That's absolutely there. So just find your calling and pursue it. Believe in yourself. That's the biggest thing. You'll you'll definitely make it one day. It'll come yes. to you. You know, like when you say, you'll will will bring Kainat, it to you. So, yes absolutely yes believe in all of that
0: it was really good i mean just to know your story i think today i know you much better i mean i've known you for 15 years but today just to talk to you and see your passion i think i know you much better
1: thank you thank thank you you so much
0: i hope this uh this story of yours inspires and motivates a lot of other people to go after the passion whichever dance form that is
2: Absolutely, and even if not a dance form, if, your, for if you if you make your passion your profession, I think it's there's nothing better thing.
1: than. That.